video of this awesome program live on Facebook. 1041 Nick Reed. That's sponsored by Springfield Rats. I got a pick yesterday, texted him here the day before, and with all the rain and Mark Long, Mark and Shelley, my friends and, and owners of Garage Experts, and it was of um, uh, is their their grandson and father of of the grandson, and having a picnic in the, in the garage because of the rain, and noting you know of course they had the Garage Experts epoxy flooring down, and you know, that most people if you don't have that Garage Experts floor. You probably would never think this would be a great place to have a picnic since we can't have it outside in the rain. You think, oh, I'll do it in the living room, do it in one of these rooms. That, that is an area that you live because of the accommodations. But this is one of the brilliant parts about what transformation your garage goes through with garage experts. That, that The flooring, not only is it just aesthetically pleasing, but in terms of cleanliness and usage, it becomes another usable room aside from storage and vehicles in your garage. In fact, one of the reviews I've read to you in the past was noting how not only just overwhelmingly pleased beyond what they thought with their new floor, they were going to start hosting parties in their garage uh, because of the transformation their garage went through, the improvement to their home with Garage Experts. And that's uh, what I did, and I recommend Christmas is around the corner. You you visit with them, reach out, and find out what it would take to transform for the better that room of your house. It's Garage Experts under Nick's endorsements at ksgf.com. Gavin Newsom, who isn't running for president, went to not run for president in China. There are so many aspects of this story to talk about. One of the parts that we will talk about, um, which is overshadowing most everything else, was Gavin Newsom body checking some six-year-old Chinese kid on the basketball court. Prior to that, however, he did essentially a photo shoot at the Great Wall of China. Did you see this part? I know you were asking me if I saw the video of him no. body checking that five-year-old kid. No, I didn't get past that part. I, now, he he's prior to that event. He went to the Great Wall, and he did a, a photo shoot that got mocked relentlessly because he's just so... Uh, let me tell you the description. If I'm to categorize Gavin Newsom, he's a douchebag. He is a total douche. That is what this guy is. He is one of these guys that that you can tell he just really thinks he's handsome. This is the sort of guy I can all but guarantee you he probably looks at photos of himself, not just to see, oh, do I look good in this photo? Or even somebody like, oh, I look pretty good in this photo. I'll, you know, I'll put it out. But I, I suspect this is a guy who looks in awe of himself. Like, that is one good-looking guy. He is the sort of guy that you can imagine has pictures, portraits of himself in every room in his house. 
You've seen uh, maybe a movie in which uh, a girl is going to a guy's house for the first time. She's unsure about him. And then she immediately is creeped out because there's pictures of him everywhere. He's got above the mantle. It's a picture of him. Every room, there's pictures of him. And and you, you think, what on earth? That's Gavin Newsom to me. So he's at the Great Wall, and there's actual there is video of that as well, and you can see. <laughs> you if you you watch the video, you can see, he goes uh, and he's trying to act like he's not posing. Oh, he's got the sunglasses on and the white shirt with the sleeves rolled up, and he's just sort of looking with the sun uh, uh, bathing his face. And I'm telling you, in his mind, he is the he's on a, a, a full page glossy uh, color photo for some sort of cologne in a men's magazine. In his mind, that's what he is. I let's see. Some of the tweets. There was one tweet in particular. Ah, uh, some one of the tweets along with the photo was sometimes a man is just an idiot. Ineffective. New fragrance from Calvin Klein available at Macy's. <laughs> That's awesome. Uh, I, uh, another noting what's sad is he looks like every washed up wannabe actor producer in Hollywood who's hoping he's made, a, made enough money and still has the looks to bag a somewhat younger hot woman who doesn't need a boober facelift yet. I, and it's did you see the photo? Yes. He said, I doesn't he? He just he's such a a douchebag. That is the I know a lot of people don't like that term. It seems unbecoming. I do not know that I can think of a term that better describes this guy. Now, apparently, in an effort <laughs> to outdo the photo shoot in China, he goes to this. They look like they're five, maybe they're older than five years old. I don't know, five, six, seven, eight years old. And these kids are playing basketball. And so I I don't know. Again, my perception of Gavin Newsom and what goes on in his head is not very complimentary. So to me, while some people think, oh, look, he's playing with kids. Isn't that cute? To me, Gavin Newsom's like, I'm really going to show them how basketball is played. We've seen these movies too. the the uh, the adult male who who clearly he he this is the one place that he thinks he can actually feel superior, and, and so he gets out there and just really showing them and like, dude, you're forty five. These are six year olds. I I mean, you realize that the adult isn't playing with the kids but he's playing against the kids he's not thinking all right i'm the adult here and i'm my purpose is to help the kids have fun it's like i'm gonna show them he just plows into one of the kids taking him out and what's i've watched it a few times because it's hilarious but some of it seems as if uh, if you're playing with a bunch of kids, they get under your feet, right? And so if you're not careful, it's perfectly reasonable to think that you could fall into one or it gets you tripped up. If you've got kids surrounding you, that's not uncommon. But it really looks like he was trying to pull off some sort of 
really kicking maneuver to really show like, boy, they're going to be real impressed when they see me do this. And it was that that caused him to to smash into this kid, knocking him down. You know what I'm saying? When well, you watch right it? before he smashed into this kid, he like threw the basketball and twirled it and tried to do it on his oh, finger. Oh, yeah. And then he dropped it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. He's really showing him. Oh, Gavin Newsom. He's so cool. Let me tell you what does worry me, though. And I'm going to stereotype. But it's an earned stereotype. That douchebaggery sort of thing, it, it for whatever reason, appeals to liberal women. It, it really does. That is the sort of thing that I see normal women cringing at when they watch him roll up the sleeves and put on the aviator sunglasses and sort of stare off into the sun. And it's obvious that he thinks he's real fetching. And most women, I, I think anyhow, find that off-putting, sort of like, oh my gosh, are you kidding me? But women on the left fall for that stuff. I, I mean, the, the, the men that lefty women fall for and the things, particularly when they're politicians, the over-the-top, clearly he's playing you. And, and I can see them falling over each other for Gavin Newsom and just, you know, sort of like they did with Bill Clinton. Um, and it doesn't matter how fake it is. And in fact, there's something about it that the the more gross and fake it is, I think women on the left are going to fall for. I, well, got elected <laughs> governor of California. Uh, but I do, in all seriousness, want to talk about the trip itself. We just got done talking the last hour about the left and how they love to characterize Trump as cozying up to dictators. Is there any dictatorship that is more powerful and influential in this country than the communist Chinese? I think arguably, or I think obviously the answer is no. What is it about these Democrats that for a party that paints Trump as trying to cozy up to communists that run and kiss the ring of the communist Chinese. I mean, it's clear that he was over there for one reason, one reason only. It was because he wants the backing of the communist Chinese. He wants to be over there. He wants to get their support. And this is not unlike Joe Biden that we've seen in the past with these Democrats who claim that they really stand up to these dictatorships. And by the way, this is a country that still has slavery and concentration camps. Gavin Newsom, a governor who at one point cut off funding for government agents to go to certain red states in the United States because they're so horrible and deplorable when it comes to human rights. He has no problem flying over to China where they have slavery. Oh, that's not a problem somehow. Latest news update. Good morning, everyone. I'm Angela Luna. A Georgia truck driver is dead after he hit a semi in Phelps County Sunday morning. The highway patrol says Ada Mohammed was driving west on I-44 near the 200-mile marker when he drove off the left side of the road and ran into another tractor trailer that was left in the median from an earlier crash. Mohammed died at the scene. The passenger in Mohammed's truck was seriously injured but taken to the hospital. In other news, if you're interested in unexplained mysteries and the paranormal, the XCon Into the Rabbit Hole Conference is starting today in Springfield. The three-day event is being held at the Oasis Hotel and Convention Center. There will be guest speakers, films, and live events talking about unexplained phenomenon like UFOs, Sasquatch, hauntings, and more. The keynote speaker for this year is Scott Wolter, who is the host of the TV series America Unearthed. Tickets are available at the door. 
From Color 10 Studios, I'm Angela Luna. The first alert forecast from Color 10. Fox 49 meteorologist Tom Schmidt. Freeze warning till 9. High of 41 today, 24 tonight, tomorrow. Widespread early morning frost, then sunny again. Tomorrow's high, 41. All right, Sarah Myers, everyone. Thank you. Well, this morning as I was leaving for work, I've been doing the Avis uh, long-term rental program. And uh, my car, it's very fancy. One of the things that it has is it has the remote start. It also has heated seats and a hearing heated steering wheel. a little bit. I know. Well, it was really nice because it was like, what, 28 degrees whenever we left for work this morning. So uh, needless to say, it was really nice. And that is one thing that the uh, the long-term rental program touts is uh, you can try brand new uh, top tier uh, just maximum trim level package vehicles with the long-term rental program. Now, the long-term rental program, it's great if you are looking to uh, purchase a vehicle in the near future and you're wanting to do a little bit longer test drive. It's also great if you are a person who likes to lease your vehicles, but you're wanting a little bit more flexibility. And uh, it's also really good if you are a business owner looking to add to your fleet of vehicles. Now, like I mentioned, uh, they have tons of vehicles, brand new. I know that right now they've got the uh, the Chevy Bolt EVs, Ford cargo vans, Ford F- 250s so they really do have something for everyone and if you want more information on the long-term rental program just swing by the avis store it's located off of uh, fort and sunshine here in springfield and as of always you can find all of their contact information under the sarah's endorsements tab at ksgf.com couple text messages regarding gavin newsom and over the weekend or uh, i don't know when he went but he went to communist china uh, as he is not running for president. While there, he you know, wore that stupid white shirt, rolled up the sleeves, put on the aviators, and, and posed at the Great Wall. Then he was playing basketball with some small Chinese children, and um, he just body-checked one of them. And my assessment, this was not an adult who was there for the purpose of, you know, just, oh, we're having fun with the kids, but he thought, this is my time to shine. I'm really going to show them some moves. Someone had texted in that the Billy Madison dodgeball scene com- scene comes to mind. Uh, and there's another one that was, um, in my mind, that came, that that is one of them. Great example. There was an SNL sketch with... Um, uh, Peyton Manning, where he was teaching kids how to play football, and he's just really hard on them. That was the the humor of it, was that he was just brutal with them, and, and I mean, just treated them as if they were NFL players, which was hysterical. Someone said that he, that, um, he reminded them of the men from Hand, uh, Handmaid's Tale, which I've not seen, I, I, I know that show, because it somehow always references what America would look like if um, Republicans were in charge. But increasingly, just from what I do know, it seems as if it parallels the position that people on the left take. And, and so that is uh, someone saying that they think that that's what they think of whenever they see Gavin Newsom. Now, he was in China. And... He held a press conference after a meeting with the leader of China in Beijing, and he told reporters earlier this week that the purpose of the trip was for turning the page 
of renewing our friendship and re-engaging are foundational and fundamental issues that will determine our collective faith in the future. Turning the page and renewing our friendship with the communist Chinese. This is a country that increasingly has demonstrated it wants us irrelevant on the world stage. This is a country that has cozied up to countries like Iran and Russia. This reminds me of the Obama administration with Hillary Clinton as, as uh, Secretary of State going over there with the reset button because the Republicans treated Russia as if it were the Cold War. You may recall Obama mocking Mitt Romney, saying the 80s wanted their foreign policy back, the Cold War is over. That's back whenever Democrats uh, were all friendly and cozy with Putin and Medvedev before they decided to embark on this, uh, this hoax about Russian collusion and that disinformation campaign, the, the bad guys were the ones that didn't think Russia was fantastic. And so Hillary Clinton went over with that red button, an actual physical red button that was supposed to say reset, but in a screw up, which is shocking for the Clinton State Department, it actually translated to something else. I don't remember what it was. But the whole point was to turn the page with Russia. It was to renew our friendship with Russia. And now we got Gavin Newsom going over to China and saying those exact words. We need to turn the page with the communist Chinese and renew our friendship. Now remember, Trump is the guy that the left claims dictators love. Trump is the guy that we were told cozied up to dictators. Yet, whether people liked it or not, Trump engaged in some hardcore adversarial positioning with China, particularly when it came to the economy and tariffs. And here we have the Democrats and Gavin Newsom, quote, not running for president, going over there to do press conferences, having photo shoots at the Great Wall of China, playing with little Chinese kids on the basketball court before plowing them down to show how awesome he is as a basketball player. He also went over to tout, while in this country, the electric car industry, the forcing of electric vehicles into the marketplace in this country is causing the collapse of the automobile industry, the manufacturing industry in the United States of America. Gavin Newsom's over there touting Chinese EVs. I, it's it's in, insane. Running for president of the United States and instead of focusing on how it is that we can get vehicle manufacturing back on track in this country, which I, obviously he's not going to do because it runs contrary to their authoritarian rule and the dictate as to what sort of vehicles we should and shouldn't drive. See, China is clearly much more in line with his way of thinking. Communism. Let's cut out this tinkering here and there and creating laws that you know we don't tell you 
straight up, this is what you have to manufacture. We just create laws that say down the road, you won't be able to sell them any longer. We put regulations in place that make it impossible. So they have sort of a, a cutesy way of carrying out these communist style dictates. So what does he do? He just goes over to China and, oh, he really touts it up over there. Let's not forget, this is a country that currently has slavery, that currently has concentration camps. This, again, points out the total hypocrisy, the lie that Democrat voters tell each other, themselves, and the world about their grave concern about slavery, about human rights. These are people that will talk about, Gavin Newsom included, reparations that people alive today should pay because slavery is so horrible that even though it happened generations ago and there isn't a single person alive today that had anything to do with it, there still must be financial penalties paid because it is such a stain on human history. And he goes to China where they have slaves today where they have concentration camps today in order to tout what needs to be a renewed relationship with them. Once again, it is on full display that when it comes to slavery, when it comes to concentration camps, when it comes to human rights violations, people on the left do not care at all. It is only an issue to them if it's something that they can use against political opposition. But if it can be used in order to support them, if Gavin Newsom is calculating that his support and his big, warm embrace of a country with slavery and concentration camps is something that can help him politically, then bring on the slaves, bring on the concentration camps. Hell, maybe he can have an exploratory group put together about perhaps outsourcing some of that or insourcing it into the United States. Maybe it's not such a bad idea here as well. I'm sure it wouldn't be beyond them to want to put some Trump supporters in there. You know, when you look at how they do try to pol to to imprison political opposition, I suppose it makes sense that he's over there yucking it up with the communist Chinese because they're old hat at that. Coming up, we are planning on connecting up with state rep Bishop Davidson. He's somewhat out of pocket, so hopefully we will connect up with him. Wanted to get the lowdown on what's been going on with the Missouri Speaker. And I know a lot of you don't follow politics statewide quite as much as others do, uh, but there's a lot of infighting going on with the speakership not we're not talking in uh, dc we're talking jeff city and accusations and so forth and so uh he's going to hopefully break that down for us so we at least know what's what's going on with all of that we'll have that coming up the american transmissions talk and text line 447 ksgf i'm nick reed yep all those home loan needs i want a great home loan.com with the characters anthony alex they got a team as well Seven days a week until nine o'clock at night. And obviously, I can't guarantee that they're always going to be there and available, maybe in church or at a family event or helping someone else who's called on a Saturday at 1030 in the morning. But uh, you're not going to know that you have to wait until Monday at 9 a.m. before they start getting to that backlog of calls. And maybe it's mid-afternoon. So any sort of concerns or questions that you may have, you can reach out to them, get a hold of them. And that home loan process itself, it's all starting 
It all starts at, I should say, I want a great home loan.com because you do. First alert forecast from Color 10 Fox 49 meteorologist Tom Schmidt. Freeze warning till 9 o'clock this morning. We've got a sunny day expected high of 41, 24 tonight, tomorrow. A bit like this morning, widespread early morning frost, sunshine, and a high of 41. Want to welcome State Rep Bishop Davidson. He covers the 130th. Uh, he joins us this morning, though. It's not morning where you are, correct? That is correct. No, it's about, let's see here, what time is it? It's 136 right now. We just had a daylight savings time pass. So what, what are you doing? Like uh, uh, this is just—it's just for fun. I've been okay. road tripping, so I landed in Paris, and I'm road tripping through Switzerland and Liechtenstein and Austria. I actually just passed the Austrian-German border. I thought I was going to get pulled over for a second here, and it was would have been perfectly at the time that I was supposed to be talking with you. So I thought that would have been funny, but we're now into Germany, and then we're going to go to Luxembourg and back to Paris. And you risk sounding like an elitist. Oh, I know. I know. That's the danger, right? Well, I've always wanted to do a trip like this, uh, and there was a a great opportunity to do so, and I'm obviously very fortunate to be out here. Well, I I appreciate, given your travels right now, uh, but you're a pretty analytical, straightforward guy on stuff, and so when it came to figuring out what has been going on with the the speaker in Missouri, Mm -hmm. I thought you'd be – did we lose him? All right, we lost, and we'll see if he can call back. Or maybe we can – do you have his number? No. Okay, well, here, let me give you his number and then see if you can uh, get him back. Here's his – here's my phone. Okay. Let me find his number in that. Maybe he just – he didn't like what I said about the elite thing. I don't know. Wait a minute. No, dang it. Oh. Uh, so, yeah, uh, there, there's been a – great deal of coverage regarding state news with the Missouri speaker and um you know as with most things it's a they said this he said that and sometimes the truth is somewhere in between sometimes it's nowhere even close and so i think we do have uh, state rep bishop uh, davidson back on with us and uh, again appreciate given your travels being with us but you're straightforward analytical on stuff and i thought when it comes to all this back and forth that's going on uh with the speaker you could just lay out for people what's going on this is what they're saying this is what he's saying so forth and the i know i think it was friday there was sort of a closed door meeting uh with republicans and and the latest allegations are that he was reimbursing himself for stuff that he didn't pay for to begin with so what's going on yeah i mean it it, it's hard to suss out completely um, and I think there's there's plenty to be critical about of a lot of politicians. I think there's plenty to be critical about when it comes to our speaker as well. I, I do think some of the things that have been surrounding him lately aren't fair criticisms, though. Uh, and 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 I don't I don't want this to be taken as me as a proponent or an opponent, right? I'm just trying to as much as I can, as you put it, lay out an analysis for I see for what I see is going on. Um, and so it, it started with this uh, constituent management service uh, called Fireside, of which he was, um, you know, interested in, in, in sort of introducing to the caucus. I think he was helping out, um, a, a, you know, a, a, a sort of a professional relationship who was representing Fireside. And they were like, oh, yeah, we would like to introduce this to the caucus. And Fireside is a private constituent management service. And it would have been competing with the internal management service that we have there 
in the house. Um, and I think a lot of folks were interested in it. It was just sort of a, a regular sort of competitive marketplace. Hey, let's see which is better. What's the cost? And each member then can decide on their own whether or not they want to do it. Well, this turned into a bit of an issue amongst staffers within the house. And they sort of came out against it. And this created a friction between the speaker's office and other staff of the house as well. Uh, that house staff, I think, had leaked some information to the press. I think there was a whistleblower of which that's not fully been disclosed or, or, or figured out or sorted out. Um, and then that was when the first article really attacking our speaker came about. Um, and then this was complicated, I think, when the same journalist that had broken that article became interested in Dean Clocker more broadly speaking and started digging into some of the um, some of the MEC or the Missouri Ethics Committee uh, Commission reports and our filing, you know, our, we file every quarter and it discloses all of our financial activity from our campaign side. And they started digging and then taking those and holding them up against other public records that they had Sunshine requested. Because when we go on a, on a trip, if it's related to our job, we're able to get reimbursed so long as it's from our personal account. Mm -hmm. If it's from our campaign account, it can't be reimbursed. Right. Now you can spend money from your campaign to go on a trip, or you can spend personal money, but you can only be reimbursed by one of those things, um, which, you know, there's a, there, there isn't, I mean, I think a discussion to be had about whether or not we want to be able to reimburse campaign accounts or not. So long as you track and trace the money, if it's being reimbursed by, by your, your, you know, your house account anyways, I'm not sure that the point is though, the rules were broken and the rules were broken going pretty far back. And I don't think it's exactly an allegation. I, I think, uh, you know, our, our speaker has sort of admitted, oh, yeah, this was a mistake. Uh, the rule was broken, but I immediately tried to rectify it upon finding out. The trouble is immediately, may have been immediately upon learning, but it goes back all the way to 2018. And I think there were nine different accounts of, of him asking for reimbursement, and those reimbursements were towards um, his campaign account expenditures, rather his personal account expenditures. And the problem, which I understand it's a transparency issue, the problem is that you would never want a candidate to spend campaign money to go on a trip and then ask for reimbursement and then just pocket those right. taxpayer dollars personally in their account, not in their campaign mm -hmm. account. Right. We're talking about Bishop. I, 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 no, I wouldn't say real. Sorry, that's kind of that's kind of complicated. No, yeah. no, no, no. It, it, I think as best as possible, it lays it out. We're talking with Bishop Davidson, State Rep. Uh, one of the articles I read, the presentation, the speaker that I inferred based off of what he said in the article was uh -huh. that this was something that he discovered, and then I think his wife does the books, and and he said so. He said, hey look, why don't you look and make sure we haven't made this mistake in the past? And that's when they found that they had. And so the way it's presented is that all of this was discovered because of their due diligence or his due diligence. Um, is that a difference of interpretation? Is there, do, do you know whether one side is a little more accurate the, than another? Yeah, there's, there's, not, there's not a way to know for sure. Got it, okay. What I will say is there's great incentive, right, for the speaker's office to have a better interpretation of the situation. I mean, what we what we know the yeah. facts are is that dating back to 2018, 
You have instances of a campaign account being used to, uh, for trip expenditures, which is legal, uh, but then you have reimbursements being requested for those campaign expenditures, which is which is against uh, the statute here in Missouri. And that's where the problem and the rub came from. Now, I, I don't know if it was him looking through his books and, and, you know, and, and internally the campaign looking through their books. I can also tell you there's great incentive for the House staff um, and there's great incentive for sort of the uh, you know, various journalists to continue leaking information or, or making the situation worse, worse for him, too. So I, I don't know. I don't know how the information got out. If it was internally audited, like like he's, you know, purporting, or if it was sort of externally leaked, like very likely could have happened as well. Because I know that there's been friction. My point is that there's been friction between the speaker's office and the speaker himself, and then all of the staff throughout the house, basically. Well, here's- and house staff is a it's a powerful entity in and of itself. And so that's where, I mean, that's where part of the challenge has come from. Well, and I think I know the answer to this, but I, I do want to ask, we're talking with Bishop Davidson, state rep, uh, the articles that have been written at the latter part of last week made it, characterized it as Republicans were getting behind closed doors, how to deal with this thing. He's talking about, I'm not going to resign. It makes it sound as if this is something really big and really scandalous. If it were not for the political components of this do you think that the level of seriousness in which this is being played up would be the same yeah i mean and that i mean that's an important piece you have amendments that you can make to your reports Mm -hmm. i'm not sure if you can just fix your mistakes you should very much be diligent about not making those mistakes in the first place i'm a staunch believer in you know, paying attention to your books as, as best as possible. But I think the politics of this, right, um, the speaker has accrued enemies politically across the spectrum. And certainly as he is running now for lieutenant governor, he's accrued even more enemies. Uh, the politics of it certainly does not help the situation. And if anything, it pours gasoline on the fire. And it gives a lot more people incentive to get bad information out there than ever before. Um, It's also just more interesting from a news cycle perspective, right? right? right. To have, to have any, any problems with the speaker, um, let alone a speaker who's running for Lieutenant governor. Uh, And so, like I said, this isn't to say that there's nothing to criticize. Um, I I think there's, there's plenty of policy points that I'd criticize. There's plenty of other things that I would challenge him over. Um, This issue never has struck me as being, Kind of the, the this seems more like a political attack mm-hmm. than anything else. That being said, um, I haven't like poured over the statute or anything. Yeah. And and if it's a crime, it's a crime. Right. We don't even have to discuss whether or not it should be mm-hmm. a crime. I mean, we can talk about that later. But if it is a crime at the time that it was committed, then it's a crime at the time that it was committed, and that is very serious and, and has to be investigated and looked into. I think. All right, Bishop. Now, yep. whether or not the statute says you require intentionality, right, that might be one thing. You know, whether it allows for, quote, unquote, mistakes to be made, I'm not entirely sure. But where the caucus is right now, I think, is as focused on the, the session as possible. And you've got, of course, within the caucus itself, alliances and enemies that exist um, towards the speaker. And, and so I think that tinges 
and taints whatever their perspective is on this story particularly. Say rep, Bishop Davidson of the 130th, I appreciate your time, especially as you are traveling and enjoy your travels, safe travels. Yeah, I appreciate it. Thank you so much. It's good to talk with you. All right, good to talk to you as well. Springfield's Talk 1041. I'm Nick Reed. Happy Hour Retro Metro 46. This Friday, and you can register. It's a last chance to win tickets to our private showing of the Burbs at Alamo Draft House, which will be the following day, Saturday, one o'clock. Uh, those of you who registered a couple of weeks back, over a couple peri- uh, week period of time, uh, will ha- or you've been contacted, um, and we did have some extra kept back so that we could do sort of a last chance to win if you didn't win the first round. And that will be a registration that we will do at Retro Metro uh, between 4 and 6 on Friday. There you have it. Because I know a number of you were disappointed that you did not win, so this will give you a chance to. ABC News report. I love this headline. Getting flu and COVID shot together still reasonable amid safety review of potential stroke risk experts. Now, here's what they found. Is that certain categories of people, primarily older, if you received last year's COVID booster and a high-dose version of the flu vaccine, quote vaccine, in the same visit, you have an increased risk of stroke. Now, because this is COVID shot, flu shot, it's being dismissed as, well, it's still worth it. It's still worth it. (laughs) That's not a decision for you to make. See, they're determining for you that that risk is worth it. Experts urged that the results were preliminary and may be explained by other factors, such as the fact that older adults are already at higher risk for stroke due to their age, You've got Dr. Peter Chin Hong, an infectious disease specialist at the University of California, San Francisco, saying, hey, there's no need for panic, emphatically no need to stop taking the COVID and flu shots at the same time for older adults at high risk of, uh, of uh, stroke, higher risk of stroke, rather. Um, you know, it's just preliminary. It's just preliminary. Now, of course, juxtapose this to any private company. Remember the whole baby formula deal? Or anytime there's any product that there's somebody that gets sick because of it, even if it isn't proven that it was a direct result of the product, they still shut everything down. They still send warnings all over the place. They still force the company to recall the products, to have them pulled off the shelves, to destroy them. But when it's a study that shows an increased risk of stroke due to a COVID shot along with the flu shot at the same time, well, now let's not worry about it. It's preliminary. We don't know for sure that's the case. It's just one study. See how different the approach is? See, these are what we call red flags. If our government consistently took this approach, if our government, every time there was, uh, let's say that there was some study that showed, for example, baby formula was resulting in an increased um, 
you know, result in an increase of SIDS or something, you know, whatever it may be, or some sort of bacterial infection. And there was a study that showed that there was a connection. If our government said, hey, there's no need to stop, don't panic, everyone continued to buy the formula, in fact, we encourage you to do so, this is just one study that's done, there's no need to pull these off the shelves, there's no need to do anything differently than you're already doing. If that's how the government would approach it, then this would be consistent, but we all know that's not the case. This is a government that... The first whiff or accusation of some sort of product in the private sector making somebody ill or sick, it is all hands on deck, stop immediately, let's investigate the facility, you have to shut it down. This was one of the reasons that there was the baby formula shortage, because the government forced the facility to shut down because of some potential connection to some sort of illness or something. When that's their approach... But if it's something that they're pushing, something that politically is important to the current administration, then they tell you not to worry about it and don't do anything differently. That's how you know that these people do not approach the health and safety of Americans from a place in which they are motivated solely by the health and safety of Americans, which is why you cannot trust them. Green County Garage Doors, I got a, a deal for you. 85 bucks. I definitely recommend that you take advantage of this. 85 bucks. Reach out to them, greencountygaragedoors.com, to do a sort of a maintenance upkeep check on your garage door system. So they'll come, they'll check it out. Um, any sort of tightening up that needs to be done. You know, I mean, you think about the mass of the weight, all of the infrastructure, the up, the down, the up, the down, the up, the down, and just in the the weather, the weather in the Ozarks, and a lot of metal components, the expanding, contracting, expanding, contracting, and over time, that can use a little tightening up, plus lubrication. There are a number of routine maintenance things that can be done that can extend the life of your garage system by two to three times. We're talking about avoiding or pushing down the road major expenses with a little bit of responsible, a little adulting, if you will. And they can do that for just 85 bucks. And part of it is that they'll let you know as well, hey, listen, we can, you know, we're going to lube this up and tighten this over here and so forth. But just so you know, this is something that is going to probably be a bigger problem down the road than otherwise. So you can start planning ahead. They'll work with you. They're fantastic people. They've done all my garage door work and I cannot recommend them enough. Uh, that is Green County Garage Doors. And you can, again, find them under Nick's Endorsements ksgf.com uh, around 8 15 we'll talk with congressman burleson get the latest from him including mike johnson uh as the new speaker all that ahead i'm nick reed